Hey everybody! What's up guys? Look, episode 19 coming in hot. Yeah. Um, I put a candy in my mouth. Tomorrow's Halloween. I put a hard candy in my mouth before I started this podcast. And now it's in my hand. I don't know what to do with it. But I can't eat it on the podcast because it's going to be no, making noises. No, you can't. You need to put it back in there and but save it. But it tastes... It. I want to say... Okay. Oh my gosh. You want it right now, don't yeah, you? I, I mean, do. you can. The listeners are going to have to deal with it. Uh-uh. I ain't going to do that to y'all because I That's, love y'all. It's ASMR. But if I get a craving for it, I will get back on it. And I do not care about y'all. Who cares? I don't care. Like, this is real. This is real. This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now. Gonna let the light shine on through. Oh, shine on me. Oh, oh is it right. not shine on through? I think it's shine on me. Oh. Because she's like coming to now herself. I know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. What a movie, though. Camp Rock? Not actually at all. It's so cringy. Camp Rock. <laughs> Stop. It's like the whitest movie ever. That's actually fast. <laughs> when I rewatch clips from it, I'm like, I literally watched that on purpose when yeah. I was in the third grade. Yeah. I mean, me and yeah. my one of my good friends, Reagan Stokely, I went over to her house. Mm-hmm. Her mom like made brownies, cooked dinner for us, and all of this stuff for the Camp Rock premiere. That's my It was like a big deal. She, I mean, we planned for me to come over to her house so we could watch Camp Rock. I'll never forget it. Yeah. And I would go to my friend's house when I was a teenager for Jersey Shore season premieres. So there's that. And I think that's a great segue into um, the gospel. Right. And how it transforms lives. Right. But do I still kind of like, low-key, like I was watching it like a few, like a couple years ago. I was like, I'm going to turn on Jersey Shore just for like kicks, you know, because it's like so dramatic. To watch. It is. I can't. And I, I'm not gonna lie and say I haven't seen a couple. Because whenever I was a teenager, I was like, "Oh, they're so much older than me." Yeah. And but like they're literally 21. They like weren't 22, old. 23. Dang. Some of them were like the oldest. One of them was like 25. 27. Okay. So real quick, this was not on my agenda at all. No, it wasn't. This, but here we are. Is this something that you think about? Okay. So I remember being a little kid, like third, fourth grade, and looking up to cheerleaders like in high school yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're 16 17 years old like and i am now 24 years old yeah in my mind i'm still a little kid compared to them yeah yeah, even though i've already surpassed high school like college everything when i look that kind of makes that person i'm like oh but i'm so little compared to them some i don't know what that is sometimes i think about the fact that like i like we scream at the tv at literal like 19 year olds about football yes yeah the pressure like i can't believe like it's like dang like he literally is just like he's 19 he's bound to drop a ball and he's been getting hit since about the sixth grade yeah so it's like it's just so funny because it's like i'm like oh my gosh those guys they're in college like i'm older than them yeah yeah it's hard it's hard to realize that i know so anyways <laughs> anyways housekeeping um and i'm not I'll, I'll talk about the book in just a second but yeah. hey leave us a rating and a review mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that right mm-hmm. out the gate um five star only um no but for real leave us a review like if there's anything that that you feel like we could do better definitely keep that to yourself that's awesome yeah keep that to yourself make sure you send it in a private dm don't say it at all in the review again the government will shut off your phone like we've said that before if you give anything less than five stars the government is going to shut off your phone so okay second thing um follow us on instagram and facebook goodness gracious Mm -hmm. podcast Mm -hmm. okay and we have a new sponsor yes as of this week uh, so for the last month or so, we um, spot had a like a small business spotlight essentially. So we are shifting gears to another totally different type of small business. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a trailer business. So it's called Right Behind You Trailers, mm-hmm. and um, a family member of mine um, owns it. And so he wanted to kind of give us the opportunity to, and also like his business, the opportunity. To shout it out. So if anyone listening is ever in need of 
a cargo trailer, a, you know, trailer that you just want to have for just basic stuff like pulling a lawnmower or moving stuff or whatever, and you have been in the market for a little while or your husband's been in the market, um, we can get you hooked up literally and figuratively. Right. Oh, I love that. Okay. So, right behind you, trailers. Yay. And we'll post the details and stuff this week. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, y'all are going to be hearing about them because it's, I mean, he's out here willing and dealing. That's right. Literally Literally and figuratively. figuratively. So many puns. Right. There are so many ways. Yeah. So, thank you to Right Behind You Trailers for sponsoring us. Yes. Um, so. So, you know, um... We will, like I said, put the details, but he's going to offer just an additional discount to anyone yeah. who may, like, purchase one. Um, yeah, so hit that up. Vibes. And what else? What else housekeeping-wise? I think that's it, housekeeping-wise. Okay. We did have some uh, people that were like, yes, big time, to merch. Yeah, I know. So. I already got a couple leads on merch. And I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah, so that's exciting. So it Um, may be real, but it may be fake. Who knows? We may just quit this whole thing tomorrow. So that would be sad. I know. I would. I'm not trying to do that, especially not before twenty twentieth episode. Next week will be the twentieth episode, y'all. That's wild. What are we gonna do? I don't know. We have to do something, don't you? We gotta do something special, right? I guess. Maybe I need to. Pop in bottles and... I'm just kidding. Whoa. Whoa. I can't believe you just Bottles said that. of sparkling grape juice. It's about to be in season. <laughs> so. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Am I wrong? Or? I mean, you're right. It is out there and in the middle so aisles good. of um, Walmart. Yeah. It's already there. No, I was just saying, like, it, when it is, it is. You know? Oh, it's, it's so out good. There. Yeah, it's a I'll pop a bottle of that. That's for sure. After Halloween, y'all, it's like... Creeping up to Christmas time. Yes. Like, it's not decorating time time in my book, but it is creeping up to creep Christmas time. It's like I'm, I'm starting to, to yeah, yeah. But I'm starting to, like, but I'm make my list and, like, check it twice, find out who's naughty or nice. <laughs> like, all that kind of stuff I'm starting to do. <laughs> um, But Jesus Junk and Joy. And, you know, I'll go first. Okay, because yeah. I know I'm making you laugh so hard you need a minute, but uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, my Jesus is that um, that same student came to church with me yesterday, so that Fun. was great, and church was good. We led, uh, we were on the worship team this week, and the set list was fire, first of all. Yes, yeah, We here. opened with uh, All Creatures of Our God and King, oh, but we did the Sovereign Grace version, That's a good so one. it's like a new good song. Yeah. And then we did um, I Stand Amazed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or it's, is it, what's it called? Is it called How Marvelous? Mm. How Marvelous, how wonderful. Yeah, that one. Song. Yeah, so we did that one. Dalton led it. It was really good. And then What a Beautiful Name. Um, that bridge is always so hype. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, church was great. And, um my junk is that the cookbook is delayed you guys so i don't know like i just don't know it's out of my hands yeah, <laughs> i don't know sucks. i don't I'm know sorry. what to do it's the proof copy was supposed to be here last week and it's still not here it's heckin dumb it is heckin dumb and wednesday it's supposed to arrive but when i check the tracking it says it's not like it's not even in transit so i don't know how it's going to arrive wednesday when it hasn't even shipped cool so that's my junk my joy is that i am taking a group of my dual enrollment students to university mobile on thursday my alma mater to tour campus it's about 30 students a mixture of it's like seven 10th graders 25 11th graders five seniors it's like a kind of a mixture mostly juniors though and I'm just excited for them to see, like, where we went to college. And I already told um, everybody that works there that I really need them to hype me up and make me look really cool yeah. in front of everybody. And simultaneously, I told my students not to embarrass me. So on all fronts, I'm trying to make myself look good. And I that's think what if that's what you – yes, if 
Because that's, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah, that's my joy. Now, and we're also taking them to South, but, you know. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it's on the way. So, we're going to stop school. in. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Well, I wanted to show them opposite ends of the spectrum. But they did lose. They did lose. Who did they play? Um, Raging Cajuns. Oh, okay. Uh, so, ULM. Is that University of Louisiana Monroe? No. You don't know. It's not important. I but either way, it's on the way, so we're going to stop in and <laughs> say what up. You know, it's actually not on the way, but we're, we're just going <laughs> to make by. it. We're just going to come, come And, by yeah, that's my Jesus junk and joy. What about you? Um. Okay, my Jesus was, um, yeah, church was really good as well. I got a little tidbit to share um, in relation, because it relates to the topic today, which is cool, so I don't want to give it away. Um, but it was real good. Just give it away. Ain't nothing in this house worth fighting over. Okay, go ahead. We can't even, even when we're kidding, we can't not, like, harmonize or something. <laughs> it's, like, actually dumb. But anyways, Acts, it was on Acts 4. <laughs> and so it was really good. Um, and Wait, Acts 4? Is that Ananias and Sapphira? Um, almost. Okay, I was about to say, yes. we were Acts in, 4, 32 through 37, so not quite, but We yes. were in Acts yesterday. Okay. And he preached on Ananias and Sapphira, yep. and it was... We're almost there. Like, it was really good. Yeah, it's okay. good. But, um, yes. So, and then, yeah. But, yeah, I also led, um, helped to lead worship on Sunday as well. Good set list, Twins. as always. Only You. Um, do you know that song? I don't think I know that song. Okay. I always pretend like Only I know it. You. Like, when you're like, oh, we sang only you, I'm like, oh, that's such a good... Anyways, um, and then All I Have is Christ, which is a good one. And then All the Poor and Powerless. Now that is a good song. And then Abide. And so, if you guys know anything about the song Abide... um, Teach me to abide, be my strength, my song in the night. You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. Anyways, whatever. We sing it all the time at Marseille. Can't be a Marseille set service without abide okay why do i not know these songs yeah well it's a good one so you need to get on it and so um but it's good and it but it is not meant for a girl to sing it is a boy song oh for real because the range is long i will yeah i will did you sing it i did and you were like not and it i thought i was gonna be bad but sound okay but it was literally only the spirit because i was it was literally only god because i my voice was so tired from not I went to the football game to South football game on Saturday, and I wasn't even screaming, bro. There was nothing to scream about. They lost, so like I wasn't even screaming because we weren't doing that good. We lol, whatever. South was not doing that good, and I wasn't even screaming. It was it was the sheer amount of having to talk over the speakers that got my voice so tired. And the next day I was so like my voice was so tired, and it was like wild. Um, I didn't even think I was going to be able to sing, but. That's God for you. So, that was good. I didn't think I was either because I was sick. Yeah. But I didn't have a solo. I just had to harmonize. Yeah. But, That's uh, God for you. Yeah. He he, he did it. Mm-hmm. He used it. Um, And then, oh, my junk. I changed my junk to that you just did with your mouth. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry I, ju- I just officially changed my junk. What did I say junk? my junk was today? Oh, that the fair is too expensive. Okay, let's. All right, sidebar. Sorry for the sidebar, y'all. It's so high. Like, okay, I'm not so, going to the fair, by the way, because it's expensive. That's why. It no, because I don't have $250 to spare. <laughs> right. Like, so, by the if time. If you guys don't know, Greater Gulf State Fair, the, the unlimited ride wristband is $35, but that does not include general admission. Okay? And the general admission ticket does not include rides. <laughs> so, you have to buy... General admission and unlimited ride wristband, right? This might get me canceled. $35. <laughs> so, say, because who's going to the fair on a weekday? So, let's say you go to the, on the weekend. General admission on the weekend is $12. On the weekday, it's 10 $35 plus $12. If you guys can do math and you know addition, that's $47. $47 just to ride some rides and go to the fair. You're not, that's not counting food. That's not counting any games that you wanted to do. So, say you wanted to, like freaking toss a ring for a freaking betta fish that doesn't include any of that 
And you know you're going to want to get, fe- like, fair food. They have yeah, a whole because, menu for it on the website. Well, because who wouldn't want to be up at 3 a.m. with a stomachache? Right, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I one time I pulled over on the side of the road to throw up fair food. <laughs> and if I don't, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And so, like, that's, okay, $47 plus $10 probably for a funnel cake. If you're, like, really going to go out for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Facts. Dude, I'm literally spending like 60 bucks. No, by the time. Probably more. You gotta get a personal loan to go to the fair, <laughs> yeah, bro. And that's like. And y'all. And with interest rates some, where they are, and you just some, can't go. On some rickety rides. You might die. If I like, if I wanted, Brianna said this day, if I wanted a near-death experience, like, it's just. I would just get on the interstate in Mobile. Right. That's what I'm saying. And like, drive as fast as I understand. <laughs> So if anyways. I were a near-death experience, I would go drive on back roads where I'm from and maybe hit a deer. So that's like, right. So that's my junk because do I want to go to the fair? Yeah, like the fair is fun. And yeah, I and there's upstanding rides. people who put those rides together. Don't y'all ignore? <laughs> like, <laughs> but y'all good ignore people. Her. But I'm literally, I really do want to go to the fair, but I can't. And that's my junk because I, I'm not spending money on that. I refuse. So, anyways, that's my junk. My joy. Imagine Victoria's at the fair tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Friday night, Victoria's there. there. Joy is, um, what I got going on? Can I do my joy like two weeks in advance? Because <laughs> I'm excited about it. Sure. This I'm joyful because um, Marshall Marriage Retreat is coming up on the 10th and the 11th. And it's at, it's in Gulf Shores. Oh, cool. And yeah, we're going to go through, um... going through something some stuff by the the late great tim keller and i'm just excited to like connect with other like couples and it's gonna be good is it uh the meaning of marriage i i mean i've kind of like maybe i I guess it's like more i don't know it's more in detail and and in depth because it's like there are sessions and stuff that we're gonna be going through Um, but yeah food and free i mean not not one free but like staying you know, and there's going to be, like, a coffee cart the next morning and all that stuff. So, super That's fun. always fun. We we go to a marriage retreat once a year for FCA. Yeah. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. It's, like, a coach's, and spou- coach's spouse kind yeah. of deal. And it's, like, the highlight of my year. Yeah. One I'm, of them, anyway. I'm so stoked. Like, I'm just really pumped for it. So, that just made me excited because, obviously, we talked about it at church. So, yeah. What's funny, Victoria, is obviously we got to get to the topic, but I feel like you and I could sit here and talk about what, like, literally whatever. I know. For the next 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. Also, speaking of talking about whatever, you guys kind of suck for not listening to the podcast. <laughs> Stop. That's so tacky. Um, <laughs> Cut it. Cut it out. I'm, I'm not. Kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, nothing. You guys just, like, really hurt my feelings. That's all. Yeah, it only has two listens, <laughs> and it's me and Victoria. <laughs> no, but the listens are a little bit down on last week's episode, probably because I titled it Q&A, because did I forget to upload the podcast until 12.05 a.m. that morning? Yeah, I did. Also, we were both real tired And I could week. not, I couldn't think of another a title. Clever, I couldn't think yeah. of anything funny or clever, and I didn't have the time to listen to the whole thing <laughs> before I uploaded it. So, that's what y'all got. And I don't know if that's because it just said Q&A and that's why y'all didn't listen, but... Nobody's listening because your heart wasn't in it. <laughs> no, actually, I think your heart wasn't in it. Oh, I was in it, and that was a cute graphic, by Goodness the way. Goodness gracious, podcast breaks up before 20th episode. <laughs> Breaking. <laughs> Breaking. Breaking news. All this going on in the world, and you I think... Know. All right. <clears throat> so to introduce the topic for this week, nineteen minutes in, um, Freak. we we just want to talk about friendship. Yeah. Um, you know what it is, what it looks like right now in our lives, our experiences with friendship, mm-hmm. uh, what godly friendship looks like, just all of those things. Because for whatever reason. Guys almost have it figured out because they are so low maintenance with their friends. Like, they could mm-hmm. not see somebody for a year mm-hmm. and but then be like, what up, dude? Like, I love that guy. It's like, you don't, okay? Like, yeah. and yeah. I feel like as women, we can struggle with almost like romanticizing yeah. what we think it should look like. Yeah. And what we, 
you know, we grow up watching shows and, you know, reading books and stuff about what we think friendship should look like. Yeah. And then we, our feelings are hurt when maybe it doesn't look like that. Yeah. Or we don't know how to, maybe we were never taught how to be a friend to somebody. Yeah. Like you, you've always wanted those close friendships and you just feel like you maybe don't know how, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I just think there are so many different. Yeah aspects of it yeah and all people like think of a friendship differently yeah 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 so it's like what is even the standard and I think obviously we have some biblical context for that too but I did want to say kind of like well one we did record an episode on friendship yeah um before sore subject because we ended up making it about hard days because it was like all on the same day that Brianna had a hard day and that's what we ended up recording because we had to re-record so because it got deleted but honestly it's kind of on like I think better timing because there's been a couple of things that like a Facebook post that kind of sparked my interest to do this like for um to do this again and then also the sermon on Sunday was about encouragement and what it means to be a to have grace based encouragement for other people, like to encourage other people, and then and I was like, man, I was thinking about that when it comes to friendships, and then crazy this morning I was reading New Morning Mercies, and it was about kind of like what Jesus can provide that like friendship can't basically. So I was like, all right, it's really been slapping you in the face. Yeah, it really has. Um, but I did want to just read this Facebook post because there's a Facebook post going around about friendship and I want to talk about it and see how you feel about it and see how I feel about it and like what are the good things what are the bad things about it whatever yeah because I saw this but full disclosure I didn't read it in its entirety I kind of skimmed over it it's not super long and I was like oh I get the idea yeah but yeah go ahead so it said so I gotta say I'm getting a little tired of seeing the see who checks on you when you get quiet or the if they wanted to, they would post. Having friends as an adult is literally one of the hardest things to maintain. True. Adding a baby, a full-time job, a husband, etc. It just gets harder. One thing I've learned about friendship is that if you want it, want it to last, it's not always 50-50. Sometimes it's 80-20 where you're doing the 80%. Maybe your friend is going through something they haven't told you about yet. Maybe she has mom guilt or wife guilt and is focusing on her family for a season. Maybe she's tired. Maybe her job is taking a toll on her and she can't see past that right now. Friendship is a selfless love in my adult life. It's showing up for a birthday party even though it's literally in the middle of your kid's nap time. It's calling on your way home from work and catching up. It's showing up to funerals when you didn't even expect them to be there. It's commenting on your friend's post about how cute their kid, dog, whatever is. It's literally planning to see them like three months out. This is how I've maintained friendships over the past 20 years. And we got to remember that it ain't all about us. Mm. And I just thought that was so good. A lot of good stuff in that. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I think my first impression is, you know, we do see a lot of posts that are like, um, you know, see who checks in. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, um, if they wanted to, they would. Or... Don't always, like, don't pour out yourself so much that you're not taking care of you and all that. And and I'm not saying that there's not at least a little bit of merit to some of that. Like, I could see where it comes from. Yeah. Of, like, well, I feel like I'm always the one yeah. reaching out. Yeah. I feel like I'm always the one that has to initiate friendship and has to initiate conversation. Yeah. But I think what we have to consider is that, and again, we mentioned this last week, you're not the main character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are a supporting character in someone else's life. Mm-hmm. True. And you have no idea what they could be going through at any moment in time. I mean, I've got friends who, you know, it may take us three business days to text each other back. Yep. And we only see each other once or twice a year. Yep. But we're tight. Mm-hmm. Because there's that security there. Yep. Where I know we're good. Yeah. You know, I got a couple friends like that. I mean, I may not see you but once or twice a year, and we may not talk as much as we want to, but when we do connect, nothing ever changed. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to be careful Same. with the whole, well, they don't initiate with me, or they don't do this, or I'm always the one having to pick up the slack. 
Okay, well, maybe that's for a reason that you can't see. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of my first thought. That's good. Yeah. With that. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, as far as the other stuff, it's it's not, you can't always, we're not in high school anymore, right? And we're not in college anymore. Right. Now, some of you listening may be in that stage of life, and yeah. we're, we're going to talk about <clears throat> that a little bit too, but yeah. with every season, mm-hmm. there's going to be a new, your, your relationships are going to look different. That's right. And, you know, you may be best friends with somebody right now and spending a ton of time with them, you know, hanging out, shopping together, going to get coffee, whatever. And five years from now, that that person may not be in your life. Yeah. That happens. It does. You know, and you can't, I think the other thing too is we can't take things personally mm-hmm. when it comes to friendship. Because you will go to a place where you start to make ungracious assumptions about someone. Where That's it's right. like, oh, well, you know, obviously they don't want to be my friend. Yeah. Or they are hanging out with somebody else, right. so they must not like me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's kind of like pick-me energy a little bit. And, you know, there are legitimate reasons to maybe have that fear. You know, if you've experienced some friendship trauma in your past or have, you know, feelings of, of rejection or abandonment due to past trauma, like, I get that. That's That makes sense. I understand. But, you know, you're responsible for your healing, so you got to take the steps to, 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 you know, whatever, to be in therapy, to be working through that actively because you can't put that on other people completely. You know, that can't be 100% on somebody else. I'm, it is not my, it's not your friend's job to regulate your emotions. Wow. Um, That's, it's not. You sound like a therapist. Thank you. I'm not one. Yeah. Um, I'm in therapy myself. So, yeah. you know, that just shows. It's but I'm getting the effect of that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Trickle down therapy. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so, but as a friend, I'm there to support you. I'm there to tell you, hey, those feelings that you're having that, you know, I'm, that you're about to be b- abandoned or that I'm not caring for you because I am hanging out with this, whatever, those are, those are lies from the enemies from the enemy, if you think that that's like, if they're a believer, like you can say that is a lie because that's not what's happening. You know what I mean? Like nine times out of 10, somebody is not actively trying to hurt you. Honestly, because our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's against the powers and the principalities of the air, like the world. Nine times out of 10, somebody's not actively trying to hurt you. Not actively trying to be malicious toward you. Your friends are not actively trying to exclude you. That's That's not reality. Like, a lot of times, that's not real. That's not really what's going on. And... Uh, here's the thing too if you see that maybe there's a friend group at your church or at your work or whatever and you're like dang they're kind of a click mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm excluded from that okay water off a duck's back baby just yeah. roll on roll yeah. on and I'm not I'm not saying it doesn't hurt your feelings whatever but like yeah. okay like for be perfectly pleasant to yeah, them just be, but be happy be happy for them that they are experiencing friendship mm-hmm. and understand that maybe that's not what the Lord has for you right now. Yeah. Maybe you don't need to be a part of that clique. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the best thing for you. Yeah. You know? Maybe all, you don't know, maybe all they do when they get together is gossip. Right. And maybe that's the Lord's protection. Right. That's exactly right. Or maybe they get together and go, you know, get blasted on yeah. the weekend and you're not, you're not about that yeah. life. Like, you may be like, I mean, I wish that I had a best friend like her. What if her best friend actually is not great? Like, yeah, yeah. they everybody is fighting a battle that you don't know. I know that sounds so cheesy and overdone, but everybody is, you don't know what people's life looks like. So, like, literally, social media has done us such an injustice when it comes to comparison, like, between our friendships, marriages, etc. Well, and to this idea that you have to have, like, a certain amount of friends. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, or, oh. like, a tribe, a really cute, like, tribe where you all are, like... Close with each other, super, super close. If you have that, that's, that's crazy because that's, that's not crazy. real life. That's crazy. That's awesome. Where you for live you. in the same area, run in the same circles, like all like each other, all get along. 
that's rare. That is rare. That's rare. That's rare. I mean, that you get that in college and high school, yeah. but it may, it may not always be authentic, too, though. Yeah. It's rare to get that post-college. The only time I ever felt like I had that was whenever I was in an ensemble, in a singing ensemble. Yeah. Um, my senior year, and the Lord had his hand all over that. Yeah. Because yeah. we all really genuinely were, like, pretty nice to each other. Of course, we bickered, like everybody does, but. Well, you know what's interesting We all were is, friends, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Today, I was, uh, we have like a 20-minute lunch, and I was eating lunch in my classroom, like, by myself. Mm-hmm. And a student came in, and, and I thought this was funny, and I want to know what you think about this. She said, um, why are you not eating with all the other teachers? <laughs> and she's a sweetheart. And yeah. I said, sometimes I just want to eat by myself. Yeah. But that comes from a place yeah. of, this feels unnatural. Like, why are you not over here with all the other teachers yeah and it's nothing against I love my co-workers yeah. it's nothing against them but high school me would have thought I have to be with everybody else uh-huh I have to be where the people are yeah like I need to feel included but the older I've gotten the more secure I am in me yeah and probably in the friendships that you do have yes Yes, exactly, you know? exactly. But it, it, I just found it interesting that that, yeah, that girl was like, she she thought it was weird. And she almost, it's like she was making sure that I wasn't being left, left out. out. It was really yeah. sweet. Yeah. Like, making sure they, they weren't excluding you. Yeah, like, no, you, they're they not. They weren't like, making you I mean, feel excluded, yeah. Right, for sure. So, but when you're in high school, that's kind of the first place your mind goes to is, oh, I should be over there. That's yeah. where the action's happening. Yeah. That's where the people are. Yeah. But that may not be where you need to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, you can be, like, and I think we're going to get into this for real, because you can be acquaintances with some, you can't be best friends with everybody. Yeah. Even when in I, that singing ensemble where we were all friends, I was closer to some some girls than I was to others. You're not everybody's cup of tea. Well, everybody has different personalities. Right. Literally everybody's thing. personality and is I different. And I had, I mean, when I accepted that, uh-huh. like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. Everybody has different personalities. I'm not going to be best friends with everyone, and I don't need to be. Mm-hmm. When you can get to that place, it's very freeing. Yeah. There is, Um, I know, this is like a quote by somebody, but... I remember it was like, you can be the best, juiciest, shiniest, most beautiful peach in the entire world. There's still going to be somebody that doesn't like peaches. Yes, exactly. There's still going to be somebody who doesn't like peaches. Yeah. You can be the best peach in the world. Still can somebody not like them. It's like, I'm more of an orange girl. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like, it's just everybody's personality is different. But we are called to... I, I do think we are called to kind of put aside some personality differences to be a friend to somebody, to, to each other. I do think we are to be a friend to people. That doesn't necessarily mean BFFs for life. BFFL. FL. No, life. no. It could be that the Lord has called you into someone's life or vice versa yeah. for a, a season of time. Yeah. You know, for when they... Because, I mean, I've had this where I had a friend, you know, or I've had friends who were crucial for Mm -hmm. certain seasons of my life, Mm -hmm. where they were there for me in some dark days, you know, in high school and college. But then I've had friends where I was that for them. Yeah. And it's never going to be, and this is how marriage is too, it's never going to be both parties giving 100%. Yeah. Because we're both human. Yeah. So there may be days where you're given 75% and they're at 25%. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, and I think um, that's kind of derivative of something that Brene Brown said. Mm -hmm. She's a good, really good public speaker. (laughs) There ain't no no way all that's necessary. (laughs) I don't know what. My husband's cooking dinner, so. That's sweet of him. It's just real loud. But, yeah. So... Anyway, another kind of tangent, I guess, is adults don't have time for fake friendship either. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really have any, I I don't think I've ever really had a fake friendship outside of high school. 
Yeah. Um, but if you are listening to this and you kind of know you're in a fake friendship where it's not, you're making that person think that you kind of feel a certain <laughs> way about them, but you yeah. don't, mm-hmm. or vice versa, we don't have time for all that. Yeah. Okay? So... With great prayer and yeah, and wisdom and grace, mm-hmm. it is okay to pull away yeah. and to kind of give some distance where it is needed. Yeah. And we just don't, I mean, in our 20s and 30s and, you know, if you're listening to this and you're even older than that, like, nobody has time for that. Mm-hmm. So... Let's just real quick, just get that out of here. Yeah. And if you're a high schooler listening to this and you know that either you are being that way to someone or someone's being that way to you. Yeah. Just, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. You can be kind to people and not be their best friends or their friends at all. Yes. Yes. And that's the thing. And I can remember, and I have a student who asked this question today, so that's a good segue. She was like, how do you be friendly to someone that you don't really want to be best friends with, but you don't want to be fake to them. Yeah. And you don't want people to think that you're fake. Mm. And it's like, just be kind, just be kind to people. If you think that, okay, this is, I'm not going to get ill, but if you think that someone's fake just because they're kind to people, that seems like kind of a you thing. That is a you thing. You can be kind to someone without going apple picking with them. Yeah. Like, you don't have to... I'm in fall mode right yeah, now. Yeah, no. You don't have to be their BFF. Yeah. But you also don't need to be mean. Yeah. Or... 100%. Just, like, have your, turn your nose up at them yeah. because they're not your cup of tea. Right. That's true. We, as believers, are called to love others as Christ loves others. Mm-hmm. And we are called to be kind. Mm-hmm. And where we can, like, to meet needs. Yeah. Yeah. So, you are still called to love them, pray for them, respect them. All of the above. Mm-hmm. You're not called to get coffee on Saturday morning. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. And you can't be like, again, you can't be best friends with everyone. Yeah. And I would venture to say that you are blessed and highly favored if you have even three close friends as yeah. an adult. If you have three close ride or die can tell them anything they're always there for you friends as an adult Mm -hmm. you're blessed Mm -hmm. because i know adults who would say they don't really have that they may have one yeah you know but um you your circle as you get older will get smaller but your outer circle you can still maintain like casual fun friendships Without having to disclose the deepest, darkest parts of your life to that person. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, it may be bigger or smaller during certain seasons of your life. And that's like the Lord has his hand over that too, you know. Your circle may be bigger, like, or maybe smaller at a certain time in your life when you're going through a certain thing that you don't even know. You know, you don't even know when those friends are going to come really in handy. So, um. I want to ask you this. What do you think being a good friend is like? Like, what do you think it means to be a good friend to someone? Hold, please. Hold, please. You're fine. In the meantime, I have to tell you that I am getting spam calls, multiple spam calls every single day. I've gotten five today. Anyways. Five. Dang, that's a lot. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. To be a real true friend and what true friendship what looks like. Yeah. What does it mean to So this is going to be based on experience slash like biblical wisdom. <sighs> My mom wrote a book on friendship. Mm-hmm. And one of the quotes is that friendship is not about how long someone's been in your life. Mm-hmm. Friendship is about the one who comes into your life and says, I'm here for you, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. No matter how long it's been. Yeah. So if you think in your mind that friendship is determined by the length of time you've known someone, 
it's not determined by that, but it is affected in a way because, you know, I have friends that I've known for my entire life. I'm super close to them. I would say they're my day one friends, like from kindergarten. Yeah. But then Victoria, for example, we've only been really close friends for two and a half, three years, Mm -hmm. you know, that that doesn't mean that she's on like the lower ranking of yeah, being my yeah, friend, yeah. you know? So it's not necessarily about the, t- the length of time you've known someone. So that'd be the first thing I'd say. Um, your priorities need to somewhat line up in that. I think for someone to be in your inner circle of friends, mm-hmm. if you're a believer and they're not a believer, y'all are going to clash at some point because mm-hmm. you're going to go to them for advice and you're not going to get the advice that a godly, like a, a friend who's a believer could give you. Mm-hmm. So I would say. And they're going to go to you for advice and you're going to give them answers that may, they may not like either. Right. Know? So I would say your closest friends need to be prioritizing obedience and faithfulness as well. That's good. Okay. That's good. Um, and you need to be able to be vulnerable with them and y'all need to be able to hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. when things are rough. Like, if you need to call somebody out and say, hey, look, I'm not saying that what you're feeling is is not real, but let me tell you what the facts are, mm-hmm. okay? Or if you need to say to somebody, hey, I feel like, you know, maybe we could be in the Word more. Can we be in the Word together? Let's, let's do a Bible study together. Let's, yeah. you know, prioritize um, our quiet time more, whatever. You have to have that level of vulnerability and accountability in those friendships. Mm, that's good. Next thing I'll say. You have to understand, again, again, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, you're not the main character. Mm-hmm. So in friendship, sometimes your will is going to have to bend. Mm-hmm. Sometimes their will that's is going to have to bend. That's good. You know, so maybe good. they like Panera Bread and you think it tastes like hospital food. Yeah, I know that's a super specific example, but no, I like get it, though, when you say that, I get it. I do like Panera, but I do get it. Yeah, you know, maybe they want to get their nails done, and they they're asking you to go, but you don't really have the money for that right now. Yeah, like there are so many situations where you're gonna have to feel comfortable being honest, mm-hmm. but also maybe compromising and saying, yeah, that's "Hey." Right what if we did this or okay yeah we'll do this today but just know that you know I don't know how to say that but like there have been times where you're like hey you want to go get your nails done and either I've said I don't think I can or you've said I don't Mm -hmm. think I can Mm -hmm. and nobody's feelings are hurt nobody's feelings literally don't care you have to this is the other thing don't take things so personal Mm -hmm. don't take things personal Mm -hmm. okay if you text somebody and you say, hey, thinking about you, praying for you, love you, and they don't reply, it's not because they hate you. Yeah. Maybe they're feeding their baby. Or that they don't appreciate your prayer. Or that they've yes, just forgotten yes. about you or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. So, sorry, that was like a lot of examples slash definitions. No, but that was good. I think that's kind of where I land. Yeah, so... Someone um, that you have enough in common with, too, to have fun with. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, So, Kelly Needham also wrote an article. This was... I brought this one up in the episode that we recorded. Um, True Friends Are Hard to Find is what it's called. Um, And it was basically, like, what is a friend? Like, And she said, The essence of Christian friendship is companionship forged in the fire of two convictions. One... Jesus alone can satisfy the soul. And two, his kingdom alone is worth living for. And so she said five marks of a Christian friendship are, number one, true friends heighten our joy in God. Companionship always deepens joy. Um, And she said, and then number two, true friends expose sin in us that keep us from God. Like, that keeps us from God. Like, sin deceives us. It darkens our understanding. It makes us fools. And so we need friends to lovingly show us our sin. We need friends to help us see our blind spots. We need friends to speak with brutal honesty and tender compassion, telling us the truth about ourselves even when we don't want to hear it. These are all with biblical references. Matthew 8, 15, 18, 15, Galatians 6, 1, and Ephesians four fifteen. Three true friends encourage us to obey God. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. That's Hebrews 10, 24. 
four true friend brings true friends bring us to God in our weakness. Um, so like bringing others to God, we listen to a sister confess a hidden sin and wash her with the truth that Christ has cleansed her and made her whole. We can meet the practical needs of those enduring intense suffering in Jesus' name, or we can simply bring our friends to God in prayer in prayer, asking him to do greater things in their lives than we can do for them. And five, true friends love us for the glory of God. Like everything else, the end goal. Oh, she said the world's idea of intimacy and friendship is making much of one another. I can't live without you. Compliments and pledges of devotion quickly give a brief and false adrenaline rush of importance and significance. We certainly need to encourage and affirm one another. But Christian friends should be far more focused on God's weight and significance, not their own or their friends. Yeah, I think to summarize it, your friends should point you to Christ yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. I, I saw, mean, our destinations mm-hmm. should be the same. Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. And I did see, um, so in that New Morning Mercy devotional this morning, um, he said, we do tend to put people in the place of God and ask them to do for us what only he can do. We do look to people who suffer from the same condition of sin, weakness, and failure as we do, as if they were the fourth member of the Trinity. We ask our loved ones to give us identity. We ask them to heal our hurts. We ask them to cause us to be happy, but they cannot give us those things. They simply never, ever will rise to the level of our expectations. No friend is ever going to be able to rise to the level of your expectation. In our relationships, we often try to drink from a, dry, from a dry well, and then we wonder why we come up thirsty. No human being can be your personal savior. That's, that is worth repeating. No human being can be your personal savior. And then he goes into John 1, 1 through 18, of in the beginning was the word. like, And basically, like, he's the true light who gives light to everyone. He's the word that became flesh, like... He said, like, Jesus is life. As creator, he gave physical life to our bodies. As eternal God, he's the source of life of everything that lives. But as more like he's a savior. Like, he's the only thing that can give you the, like, satisfaction and and the longing that your heart desires. And how often do we put people on a pedestal? Yes. Um, and And I've done this, you know, whether with, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. I just thought about something and I got excited. With, like, my husband or with a friend or whatever where... I look to them to be the answer Mm -hmm. uh, for whatever I'm going through. Or I look to them to solve my problems. And when you do that, you miss the best friend. Yeah. You miss the better friend in in Jesus. And he lives to be near to you. Mm, That's good. Like he is near to you. Before you are, before you seek true friendship and seek out friends, check your heart and make sure you're seeking God first. Mm-hmm. Are you seeking the Lord? Mm-hmm. Are you seeking friendship with an intimacy with your creator? Right. Before seeking friends. Because one, it's going to make your, your searching of friends probably easier. Number two, it's going to help you to understand what is Christ-like friendship supposed to look like? Because he's going to give you the fulfillment that he needs, that you don't need it in other people. But Jesus loved his friends. He laid down his life for his friends. Yeah. So, you know, again, like like she said in that Facebook post, like sometimes it's 80-50. Sometimes, what? 80-20. <laughs> That I math said, ain't math. I said, what? Sometimes it's 80 20. I, sometimes you're doing the 80%. Sometimes you are going to do a little bit more of the 80%. Now, if you're giving the 80% for a real long time, mm-hmm. yeah, that does get exhausting. Right. But every situation is different. Hmm. And whenever you're, I want to speak to if you're having a friendship issue, you're feeling like you're having to be the person to give life to this other person like all the time like like you're always coming to their rescue kind of but you want to be an encourager and you want to be encouraging to them yeah um kyle on sunday was teaching the sermon and he was talking about encouragement is not blanket affirmation or blanket condemnation Mm -hmm. 
So encouragement that is grace-based is seeing sin, interceding for the sinner or the sinned against. So seeing the sin that there's like seeing their sin and saying, hey, I see this sin in your life. Or saying, hey, I see have you, how you've been sinned against. I see how you've been hurt by something. Yeah. Interceding for the sinner or the sinned against. Sustaining them in their weakness. Upholds their sanctification. And always be savior oriented. And I wrote in my journal, I wrote in my notes that day. I was like, am I just, when I want to encourage somebody and I'm, I'm going to, and I'm, I'm like trying to encourage them or whatever. Am I just wanting them to really see their sin or just see that they did something wrong? Mm. Or am I seeking their reconciliation to Christ? Yes, right. Am I caring about their reconciliation to Christ and their restoration of intimacy with Christ? Or am I just like, she needs to know that what she did was wrong and she's sinning out here like whatever. Like, and I need to tell her because somebody needs to be a good friend to her and tell her. Let me tell you something. That just lit me up. Before, before you go and look at somebody else and try to judge them, recognizing yourself that you are not perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, and you are not, you do not define what perfect friendship looks like. And we're all just doing our best. Most of the time, we're all just doing our best, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think like you said, because I've had to deal with this too, where I want somebody to know that they hurt me mm-hmm. or to know that I feel like I'm giving my everything and I don't feel like it's being reciprocated. I want them to know and to feel that. Mm-hmm. Why though? Yeah. Do I want them to to be sanctified and to be made more like Christ? Or, I just or do I want to vindicated? Do I want to feel vindicated? Do I want to feel like I'm right? Mm-hmm. If you are out here and you want to feel like you're right, you're wrong. <laughs> Okay, and here's the other thing. Don't be out here holding grudges. No. Because we're getting too grown up for all that. Mm-hmm. Don't be out here holding grudges. It is very hard to be honest with your friends. I know it is hard because you don't want to hurt feelings, whatever. But true friendship, you're going to have to be honest with each other. Because that, letting holding grudges, letting that brew inside of you is just going to be, just it's going to, it's bitterness. It's just going to make you bitter. What would you say to someone who says, you know what, Brianna Victoria, because we've been talking for a while now, mm-hmm. uh, I hear what y'all are saying, and, and I'm here for it, and I think this has been great. I just don't, I've just never been able to make friends. I feel like I don't know where to start. I feel like I maybe push people away, or either I get anxiety about what their opinion of me is, like all this different stuff. These are all things I've heard from from people at some point. What is your advice to that person who is well into adulthood and just feels like they can't figure it out? All right. I'm going to say an answer that maybe people don't, maybe don't want to hear. Okay. Because I think it's going to sound too... Preachy? Yeah. But this is the, this is my advice. This is it. This is my advice. Are you in the word? Are you praying specifically about that? Are you naming that struggle to the Lord and asking Jesus, your Savior, to intercede on your behalf because of this, like about this situation? And are you seeking godly, wise counsel from other people? your pastor, a, a mentor in your life, whatever, somebody, some godly wise counsel about, hey, this is where I'm at. Because, and, and I, hate to, I hate to say this, but if you are saying that, hey, Brian and Victoria, if you're saying all that, well, I don't know your situation. So I actually can't speak specifically into your life about that situation because I don't know why you can't make friends. Yeah, right, we're right. I don't know what's happening I don't know why you can't seem to get there. I don't know what friends you're seeking out. And it may not necessarily be a you problem. I, I mean, it may be a you problem, but not necessarily in you, the way that you're a friend to someone. But maybe the people that you are seeking out or hanging out with or surrounding yourself with are not good friends to you. And that's why you keep pushing people away. I don't know, because I don't know your life. But 
What I do know is that you need to be going to the creator who knows you more than you even know yourself. And number two, maybe somebody who knows you a little bit better than I do because I don't even know who you are asking this question. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, too, you know, that's where you have to ask yourself, am I holding on to something that I need to work out maybe even in therapy? Yeah. Am I holding on to something that happened in high school, in college, and whatever, and I'm now using it as an excuse or as a... I, I, in the name of protecting myself, Mm. I'm not letting people experience me as a friend Mm. Mm. because you have something to offer. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, nobody wants me as a friend, you know, and you're feeling down on yourself, you just haven't met that friend yet. That, because here's the thing, We're all sinners, okay? Mm -hmm. And you are going to, at certain times, feel like you're, like I said earlier, it's not being reciprocated. Like you're reaching out, you're trying to be a friend, you're trying to peel back the layers of that onion, whatever. That friendship with that person may not be meant to be. Mm. But the Lord has someone and something for you. Yeah. But He works through your prayers. God providentially works through the prayers of his people it's good so pray without ceasing about that situation because if i didn't have godly friends in my life lord knows where i would be yeah you know and and know too if you're a parent listening to this your kids are watching how you interact with others Mm. your kids are watching how you befriend other people if you befriend other people if Mm -hmm. you have friends at all and they will be what they see. That's good. So know that that if you are not, and this is obviously not a blanket statement, but it's mm-hmm. just like broad brushing this. Mm-hmm. If they don't see you having friendships, they might not be inclined to have friendships either. Then they get to a stage in life where they don't know what to do. You know? Yeah. So know that, too, that your your kids are watching you, and they are looking to you as an example of how to be a friend. Yeah. So just try to just be obedient and mm-hmm. pray that the Lord would help you set that example. Yes. And just a plug for church real quick. Um, <laughs> plug for church. Plug for church. Um, your local church body is going to be the one of the best places to find friends. Yes, 100%. Um, a healthy church body is going to be the best place. And, hey, you may have some church trauma, some church hurt, where you maybe had some not-so-great friends in a church that you were in before or whatever. Hey, I'm sorry about those people. I'm sorry. Yeah. But there are people in the church that want to care for you, that are good friends, that the Lord has maybe called. You know, there's a friend out there waiting for you. Like, the Lord calls us to have friends, I, I think. He now does. there may we be, see that in the Bible. Yes. Jesus had friends. Right. Paul so had like, friends. We like, have a perfect model of friendship in Jesus. And so I think that we see that modeled for us in, in the Bible. And I think the body is a great place for that. Um, and you got to so. let people into your life. You got to. You got to, you know, you're going to use that. Well, I don't want to get hurt or I don't want to be betrayed yeah. or whatever. Well, you can't. Mm-hmm. All you can do is, is be obedient. Yeah. And then what happened? The ball's in their court. Like, yeah. so don't, you know, let like open yourself up to yeah. to the possibility of, of friendship. Yeah. And some friendships aren't going to hit. Yeah. And some friendships are going to last forever. Yeah. And some like, people You kind of have to like, it's like a, it's almost like speed dating. It really is. It almost is. And you really got to like figure out who are the friends that you can be this with and do, not be like you have to be a different version of yourself with different people. Actually, as you get older, that all kind of meshes anyway, because your circle does kind of get smaller. So, um, but like some things you can say just cause you know what I mean? Like there are some things that I could probably talk say to Laura Grace that I maybe wouldn't say to you, but not because we're not, not because y'all are different, you know what I mean? Just because y'all are different people. You know, like the conversations I have with Morgan or Livy or just all different, you know, Alexis or whatever may look different than what I have with you. Maybe jokes, like things that you won't get that Laura Grace would just laugh all day about or vice versa. Yeah, I know for a fact there's people that have been looking at us or probably people that listen to this podcast where we're cracking up and they're like, I don't get it. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm probably not friends with you. No, I'm just kidding. Right. But um but yeah, it's everybody's different and like you got to figure out 
what you need. And if you feel like, oh, I feel like I'm such, you know, a burden to my friends or whatever, or I feel like I can't make friends, hey, pray about that. Seek godly wise counsel. Be in the word. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It, at the end of the day, it's about pointing one another to Christ. That's what it's about. And if you can find friends who, who do that, and if you do that for others, that's good. That's right obedience. That's good. That's um, obedience. Yeah. And that's, you know, that daily faithfulness that we always talk about. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess final uh, exhortation, if you will, <laughs> is pray. Pray for those friendships. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to be a friend to have a friend. Mm. So understand that you are a supporting character in someone's life. Yep. Not the main, not character. The main character. So what does that look like to support that person? Mm, that's okay? good. Not every friendship will be the friendship. Mm-hmm. You can try it out. You can test drive it. If it doesn't work out, water off a duck's back. Yeah. Just, you know. And don't set your expectations too high. Don't, yeah. Because Jesus is the only one that can meet those Mm -hmm. high expectations and exceed them. There's a reason that we long for that type of relationship. That's right. Because it's a space, it's a vacuum that only Jesus can fill. That's good. And and so, (laughs) last thing, true friendship should be edifying and sanctifying. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, you are who you are what's the saying you are who you are around or yeah, you become you are who, who you hang out with yeah, basically who you surround yourself with yeah, yeah you are who you surround yourself with so again the verse of bad company corrupts good character that's right. like if you don't want to be a certain thing and you're like that like your priority is not a certain thing mm-hmm. you probably don't want to hang out with people who do that thing yeah and if your priority is a certain thing like being in the Word, being actively involved in your church, you know, working at your workplace with excellence. Like, you need to surround yourself with like-minded people, mm-hmm. okay? That's good. Anything else? Man, that's it. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that's good. I feel like we said it all and more. I know. And I but feel, it, I mean, I really just felt like, I mean, seeing that Facebook post and then Sunday sermon and then Literally this morning after we had already decided to do an episode on friendship. Mm-hmm. That New Morning Mercy um, devotional this morning, just it all lined up. I feel like it was perfect timing. So, yeah. What a friend we have in Jesus. What if we were being... What, but, if, we like, but, what if we closed it out? What like if we, we did? But for real though, y'all, what a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So be a friend to somebody this week and if y'all have specific questions like hey this is something i'm dealing with obviously my first instinct is to tell you to seek godly counsel at your church or with close friends that you already have who point you to christ yeah but we're happy to help too we're happy to help we're happy as much as we can to speak into a situation for sure yeah that's what we do as believers as your sisters in christ absolutely absolutely so y'all have a great rest of your week that's right and hey have november i know and yeah as yeah when you're listening to this it'll be november what second that's crazy i hope you had a halloween and happy halloween or happy happy trunk or treat trunk or treat i hope you didn't get any razor blades in your candy so um happy november y'all all right bye